Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 117 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. I can't even believe that number. 117 is crazy. Um, okay, we're here. You're here. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. I got some people I'd like to thank. We'd like to thank our friends from Maven Media Productions because they are killing it mm-hmm. on the podcast and all the graphics you're seeing. We're so grateful for them. If your church uh, or ministry needs help with uh, consulting or leadership development, design, branding, social media, whatever you need, hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. Thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. I am here with the newly crowned Big Yancey. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? (laughs) What is up? Uh, How are you doing? Man, I'm good. It's, uh, what is today? Thursday? Yeah, I think so. It's Thursday. The sun is is shining in Indiana. Nice, nice. It's yeah, glorious. The sun's shining so here, but that's most days. <laughs> Rub it in. Most days, most days. It's so good to be uh, potting. I always say potting. <laughs> potting with BT. Uh, it's so good to be chatting with you guys today. This is what we're going to be doing on this podcast. We're going to share some incredible resources. We always want to share resources to, to help you help um, better your life and your ministry. Um, Brian and I are going to have a conversation. We get a question at the in the account a lot, in the DMs that comes through a lot. How do I start out as a young leader? What are things that I can do to grow? Um, what are some resources I need? So we're actually going to have a conversation about that today. Um, and then, of course, we're going to share some prayer concerns because oh, that's yeah. really what we're all, we're all about that. We're all here for that. So that's what we're going to be going over uh, <laughs> in today's oh, podcast. Yeah. But before we get too far, let me take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Planning Center. Now, you guys hear us every single week. If you're not using Planning Center yet, you're being a doink. There's no other word for it. (laughs) Make it happen, man. Planning Center, here's what they do. They make software that's designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. Planning Center is a set of online software products. You can subscribe to them individually, or you can use them all together as a full church management system. And you can always try any product of theirs free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing, um, and this is a way for you to create custom pages within the Church Center um, mobile app and the website. Um, You can upload your sermons, you can share info with your congregation, all using that. So go check it out, planningcenter.com. It's the best, man. It is the best. It's the best. So here we are. It's... uh... March. March. Easter is but a few weeks away. Oh, man. It's sunny in both of our states. It is. We're enjoying that. Yeah. What's new in the world of Big Yonsei? <laughs> you know, not too much. Not too much new. Just kind of like trucking along. You're right. Easter. We started oh, our series gonna, yeah. that's going to take us into Easter. We started it last mm. weekend. So it's nice. like, oh, oh, my goodness. It's, it's coming. It's the time of year. I don't know. It feels like this happens a couple times a year. Um, we're like you, you're ramping up into something and 
then it's just like a roller coaster. You're like, click, 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 click. Absolutely. (laughs) And so like, this is that time where it's like you get Easter and then Mother's Day and then like school's getting out and then you hit a little bit of a lull in the summer and then you Mm. come back in the fall and then like October time, November. Yeah. Starts clicking up again. Thankful for that lull, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Pressing into the lull. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good. What about you? Uh, What, what, let's, let's do this. You're a foodie. Brian oh, loves food. If you guys don't know this yet about mm. Brian, he is a major foodie. Everything, every choice he makes <laughs> revolves around mm. a mealtime. So yes, it does. go look at his personal account on Instagram. <laughs> 90% of it is food. So have you, uh, you have any new food tools, toys? What have you made? I, you made some sort of hot dog thing the other day. I did. That okay. So I, I got this. I follow, uh, I follow this account called Cooking with Fire. Uh, my main man, Miguel, of course, he's, he doesn't have any idea who I am. He's got <laughs> quarter, a quarter of a million followers or something like that. I follow lots of accounts like this, but um, he was using this kitchen tool called the slot dog, okay? So if you've ever seen a hot dog that has like the uh, checkerboard right. cuts in it, that's what the slot dog does. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try this thing out. So I ordered a slot dog and I got a really nice all beef hot dog from a really good store. I was going to ask. And oh man, I I, uh, I cranked the slot dog across. It cuts this really nice. And so when I got it, it was still really cold. So I didn't, I couldn't grill. So I'm like, hmm, how am I going to cook this bad boy? So I, I put it in the air fryer for five minutes. It was nice. Was let it? Me tell you. Yeah. And I probably, based on my Instagram and Facebook, I know that Slot Dog sold at least 10 units <laughs> because everybody's getting back to me going, I just ordered mine. I just ordered mine. <laughs> well, yeah, it's you, gotta get your, uh, you need to get your cut from it. <laughs> Where's your commission yeah, check? Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. <laughs> what does Scott say? Snapping necks and cashing checks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it looked really, really good. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. So, okay, speaking of fantastic, this September in Orlando, mm-hmm. the Saints will gather <laughs> at the Experience Conference. I will be there. Yes. Jen will be there. Mm-hmm. Scott will be there. The, the big question is, fam, Will you be there? Yeah. And right now we've got something we've never done before. It is a, dis- a WLP discount code, and it's just for the month of March only. Mm-hmm. It goes away at the end of March. It is WLP save 30. It will save you $30 on uh, your conference registration. And so I promise you this is going to be uh, a conference that you will not forget. Uh, the, just so far, uh, we've got uh, Natalie Grant. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got Charles Billingsley, who's the teaching pastor at Thomas Road Baptist uh, near the campus of Liberty University. We've got Vertical Worship yep. from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And Andy from Vertical is going to speak, and it, it will be with a British accent, you guys, so oh. it's going to sound like... Sold. We're done. We're there. Exactly, right? <laughs> it's going to be so good. And we've got Red Rocks, Red Rocks. Worship yeah. from Colorado. They are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they got new music out, Echo Holy, which mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, and that's that's those are just the ones we know so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more coming, and on top of that, we've got like over sixty workshops that are specialized for your ministry. Uh, we've even got uh, workshops this year uh, for those who do music for children. That's awesome. Uh, children's ministry worship, which is fantastic. Yeah, and then you guys like the there are two cherries. It's a double cherry Sunday. Oh. There are two cherries on top. Number the first cherry, we're going to record an episode of the podcast with a live audience. Yes. 
It's going to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. It'll be me, Jen, and Scott, all three of us. Yeah. Um, you've got questions. Come with them. We're going to take them right live in the room. Yep. And uh, we're going to answer them uh, on that episode. And then the, uh, the second cherry, Jen is going to organize mm -hmm. a WLP hang. Yep. We're hanging. There may be cronuts. There may. I think that there's going to have to be. They could take that $30 they save and spend it on cronuts. <gasps> Your cronuts make me go nuts. <laughs> I haven't tried a cronut, so I'm super excited. Oh, it's going to be so good, you guys. So come join us, man. Join it's us. just going to be it's going to be like a big big old fun week and it's at Disney World. So yeah. roll into it with a vacation day or two and mm -hmm. take advantage of the parks and uh, this will be the the most cost-effective way you've ever been to Disney World. For I can real. promise you that. Yep, for real. Um, we dropped new shirts again this week. We've got some special shirts for those of you who serve in production. So make sure you go to worshipleaderprobs.com and check those out. Nice, nice. Okay, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> My favorite portion, it's a little segment we like to call Prayer concerns. You guys, you know what it is, okay? You are the writers of this segment of the podcast. So um, here's what they mean. If you're joining us for the first time, this is what a prayer concern is. Um, it's like getting a report card from your congregation, right? They just like to check in, let you know what progress they think. Some, yeah, progress <laughs> report. Sometimes they don't, they're not satisfied with your progress. Nope. So uh, they might use the prayer request section of your connection card. They might use the chat of your live stream. They mm -hmm. might fill out a Google or Yelp review and they're, but they're coming for you. Oh, they they're are. going to let you know what they think. <laughs> and so we like to share those on the podcast and they are totally anonymous always. You, your name, your church will never share any of that. So uh, you can submit yours at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab or you can DM them to us uh, on Instagram as well. So Let's jump right in. Prayer concern number one. I had a retired, well-dressed senior saint stop me in the hallway, and they said, if my husband and I bought that young man a new guitar, do you think he'd play it? The one he has now sounds awful. <laughs> wow, okay, sure. Sounds awful. Maybe there's I don't know a musician who wouldn't turn down for a year, so. Yeah, right? Buy away. Buy away. <laughs> Come on. Can come you on. buy us a new Dig. Nord too while you're at it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> These are sounding bad. <laughs> Where the Nord is, the Lord. Yes. <laughs> okay, number two, prayer concern number two. This came in on our live stream. The message is always good. Music, meh. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, gosh. People. Music, meh. 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 I, I could do not without feeling it. it. Yeah, not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for telling us. Uh, prayer concern number three. I was leading worship for summer camps a few years ago, and one day I was talking with a youth leader from one of the churches. He was testifying as to how amazing meatloaf sandwiches were. I informed him that I'd never had a meatloaf sandwich. He looked shocked and paused briefly. When he finally spoke, he said, wait a minute, you got that big without eating meatloaf sandwiches? <laughs> He turned and walked away. My nickname for the rest of the summer? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
on, fam. Oh, gosh. See, now your nickname, Big Yancey, is so much cooler, oh, even yeah. with a big in it, which I know you were not a fan of. Yeah. But it could have been Meatloaf. We could have called you Meatloaf. It could have been Meatloaf. <laughs> My nickname oh. in high school sports was Ralph. You should have never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf. Wow. Okay. All right, Ralph. No, uh, number four, prayer concern number four. A new member of our church texted me on Sunday afternoon and said, Hey, man, I don't know if you've been hearing, but the worship the past few weeks has been rough. I don't think our sound techs know what they're doing. I've got a little experience behind a board, so I'd like to join the team and help them out. Little, it's been little, rough, man. little experience. I want to know what the experience is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what kind of board are we talking right, about? Right. What kind of board? What's the board look like? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, help us. Help us, Lord. All right. Number five, the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. Uh, my cousin is, town, is in town next week. Uh, she's a much better performer than any of your folks. I'd be happy to get you her contact info. If she's not already booked, I'm sure she'd be glad to help. Call me, please. Oh, my goodness gracious. If she's not already booked. If she's not already booked. Yeah. Oh, are you headlining (laughs) at church this week? (laughs) Oh, man. I'd be like, uh, slow your roll there, Governor. Oh, geez. So, fam, those are prayer concerns. Thank you for sending them in and keep them coming. Again, you can do that at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab or you can DM those uh, to us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, keep them coming. So we get uh, we get this this question in various forms, but this is a question we've gotten a lot. And so we figured we'd just take some time to chat through it today. We've got a lot of young leaders who follow the account, follow the podcast. And what I love is that they have no problem reaching out and going, hey, what do I need to do? You yeah, know, I'm exactly. a young leader. Do you have any tips? And it's sometimes it's tough because you only have so many characters. So, you know, so if they're if they're responding to, a, you know, one of those stories, DM us your questions, it's, it's tough because you kind of feel like, man, I can't give them the fullness of what I would want to say. What would I want to impart to a young leader? So we got the question again um, recently. So we figured we would just take some time to kind of talk through. Brian and I have been in ministry for a while, you know, and so we have the blessing of hindsight. So if you look back, (laughs) we can look back and kind of go, okay, what are a few things that I wish I would have known? I wish someone would have told me. I wish I would have been prepared for maybe. Um, That might've helped as I started my journey in ministry. So that's kind of, we're just gonna have a conversation about this and hopefully all you young leaders that are out there listening, we hope that it um, it encourages you and it helps you. So so Brian, I, I know that you, you love to get to go first. So <laughs> it's my passion. passion. I love I love answering first. So, so maybe <laughs> and we'll we'll go back and forth. So don't worry. You don't have to yeah, yeah, yeah. but but you started out obviously younger too. Maybe what's what's one thing just off the top of your head immediately comes to your mind that you're like, I wish I would have been prepared for this or known this about ministry just at the beginning so that I could have braced myself. Well, you know, okay, something Scott said a couple of weeks ago is you have to do whatever you have to do to keep your fire hot. Yeah. And that is absolutely true. You're going to be drawing from a well. Mm-hmm. 
and you have to replenish that well every single day, you know, right. and that is, uh, that well is the Lord, your walk with Jesus, mm-hmm. um, studying the word, you've got to have something to draw on. Yeah. You know, you've probably most have heard the old saying, you know, you can't lead people where you haven't gone mm-hmm. yourself. And while that is uh, kind of cliche, it's absolutely true. Yes. Um, you need to make sure that you are, uh, you know, spending time with the Lord, cultivating that relationship because it's out of that, like your ministry is going to be an outgrowth of that. And so that would be, uh, that'd be step one for me. Yeah. Um, just, man, make sure you're digging in and, uh, and, and filling that well up. So you have something to draw on because Absolutely. look, man, ministry is great. The, the intro to the podcast, ministry is great, but the problems those are real. Yeah. Okay. Real. That is that is absolutely true. And mm-hmm. so there there are going to be problems that you come up against, and you're going to have to dig deep. And um, um, maybe it's a you know slow to speak, slow to anger. Those mm-hmm. verses that you're studying in the Word, the Holy Spirit will will bring those to your mind, and you got to draw on those right uh, a lot. Right. Kind what of, about you? I was going to say, kind of jumping off of that, I was going to say, yeah, that is the most important thing to know the Lord, to have a, a deep relationship with the Lord, because if you don't have a deep relationship with the Lord, it's going to be obvious in your worship. It's going to be obvious in your leading. And people who um, maybe are on level with you or you know not quite as far along in their journey, okay, it'll be good enough, but you have to realize that there's going to be people further along in their journey and and, and they can sniff that out pretty quickly when there's a leader who Absolutely. you can tell like they don't have much of a personal connection with the Lord. They're recycling someone else's, you know, ad libs and free worship. They're trying to recycle someone else's anointing and pass it off as their own. And so you have to kind of go directly to the Lord for that and develop that. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with a friend because I think the emphasis can become talent. And we were having this conversation the other week, kind of going, you know, the Lord makes a, a way for you. Um, he aligns your steps and he makes a way, but whatever you're hoping to like, you know, take steps to enter rooms and to, you know, to advance. That's what everybody's hope is. But whatever kind of gets you into that place is what is going to have to keep you there. So if all you have is talent that gets you into a room, that gets you into a space that elevates you in leadership, then your talent is going to have to always be what sustains you there. But if you have character and depth of relationship with the Lord and the Lord kind of moves you along and promotes you out of, you know, you've been obedient and you're faithful and you're serving and there's really no explanation. It's not because of who you are naturally. It's not just because people are wowed with your talent, but they recognize the anointing, the call God has placed on your life. When God mm-hmm. kind of elevates, that's what we want to, you know, enter rooms and go into new levels with, because then it's the Lord helping to sustain you. So whatever you kind of reach that level with, that's what you, <laughs> that's what yeah. you have to maintain. And what happens if your talent falls short? What happens if you lose, a vo- what, you know, what happens in that event? So we have to take the time to really, really work and, and, and do that, that plowing within our own heart to grow seeds, to develop seeds, to develop, you know, relationship with the Lord and truthfully growing things. I don't know if you've ever tried gardening. It takes time. Yes, it does. It takes time. attention to detail. Yes. And I think when I was young, I was super impatient, (laughs) (laughs) super impatient. And I, you know, I, I didn't understand, you know, why do things have to take time? And I think something I ran into was nobody would explain why it had to take time. And so I just kind of perceived it's all the old people that don't want to release. They don't want to let go of the baton. 
But now in hindsight, I'm able to go, oh, it takes time because you want to go through a process correctly and and you want things to grow properly. And, you know, something that grows really quick is probably not going to be sustainable. So it takes time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I probably, what I wish somebody had sat down and, and told me when I was, uh, you know, even high school and college, like, you know, I was, I was the only kid in my, my high school youth group who played piano. Mm-hmm. So naturally I became the worship leader, right? right. Whether yeah. I wanted to or not, right. I was the only <laughs> guy who played an instrument. So, um, that's kind of how it happened to me, but you know, an encouragement would be be involved in your local church. Mm-hmm. Serve every time you have an opportunity, um, and uh, you know don't don't take that lightly because mm-hmm. those beginning steps, like we're talking about, even in the the formation of your relationship with Jesus and all those those beginning steps, you're building a foundation uh, for your ministry. You're developing habits, right? for what it looks like for you to be prepared. Um, you know, be involved, be involved in service, yeah. um, serve on your team, say yes, a lot. Yeah. Um, other ministries in your church need somebody to lead for this special thing or that special thing. Be the first person who volunteers for that. Um, and I, and I, I would say work on your craft. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be the, the best musician on your team but you need to be the best that you can be. Yes, yeah. Right? You need to offer the best that you can offer back to the Lord in worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, man, work work, work hard. If you're a vocalist, work hard at, at, at singing. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, just sing in the radio on the way to rehearsals or in the car along with the radio on the way to rehearsal. And, yep, that's my, my warm-up or that, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure that you're, you're if you're a player, Mm-hmm. work on you know work on that craft and developing uh, your skill set right I would say too um, you know you be hungry to learn and grow so you know I, I would even say like don't just follow you know famous worship leaders on Instagram right yeah absolutely. don't just do that I was to say get get your hand on some great resources you know develop some knowledge base because uh, is it in worship matters we talked about how when we're worship like we're singing theology mm, it, it, I think it's I think it's in worship matters we talked about that so it's like we we really have to have a depth of understanding and realizing the impact of what we're doing I think that sometimes when we're young we can just kind of go oh, isn't that cool you get to just be up there and singing and leading and there's so much more to it there's so much more. Mm. I remember being 20 and just being like, why can't I be the leader already? Well, now in hindsight, I'm like, because at 20, <laughs> I didn't have the maturity to carry that weight, the weight, the responsibility. Uh, I didn't have the maturity to help pastor or shepherd a team member through a personal crisis. You know, I'm like, how, yeah. how can I, I'm 20 and young and single. How can I walk someone through, you know, a, a death in their family or, you know, a, an issue with a child? I did not have the maturity, you know. So just kind of realizing that's kind of the point of the process of taking time, but reading, look, look for things. Worship Matters is a book we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. How to Worship a King is um, a go-to favorite of mine. Uh, I've recently read The Reset by um, Jeremy Riddle. That's oh, yeah. another incredible yeah. book. Get your hands on books that are going to speak to and feed what it is you're passionate about, which is you that's know so leading people in worship because you've got to know what you're doing. And that goes in tandem with the word because we can't be up there singing things that aren't scriptural. <laughs> so Absolutely. Um, and um, you have to be able to recognize that, right? Absolutely. Like when you hear a lyric and you're thinking, hmm, yeah, yeah, 
That doesn't sound quite right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so good. I would also say uh, get a mentor. Oh, gosh, yes. So here's the deal. Uh, You know, we always want to be, you know, as people, we want someone coming to us and going, hey, you know, we, I want to mentor you. But in my, in my mind, that's not the way mentoring works. I kind of go, accountability is one thing. Uh, I'll, I'll keep people accountable on my team. That means I usually initiate. I go to them, hey, how's this going in your life? How's that going? But when it comes to mentoring, I see mentoring as something that we chase after when we're hungry and we're wanting to grow. So you have to pursue it. You have to, you know, there's someone that you want to mentor. You've got to humble yourself or get brave because it's kind of scary. And you chase that person down and just ask them, you know, hey, I'm wanting to grow in this. Can you mentor me? And you might be told no. Okay. Mm -hmm. So don't get discouraged. You, you know, pray and keep your eyes out for someone else. But you, we're going to learn so much more by being side by side with a person. If you look at that, Absolutely. it's all throughout the word. Moses and Joshua. You know, I love the stories mm-hmm. where Moses would mm-hmm. go into the tent and Joshua would just sit outside and wait. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, right. Elijah and Elisha, uh, Jesus and the and the disciples. You know, you learn so much by walking life with someone, and in the process of mentoring, obviously ask questions, but speak way less and just listen and absorb. Um, when I was young and growing in leadership, I would just sit in a room, especially if I'm in a room where everybody around me is kind of giants in the faith. I was, you know, recognize that and just sit and listen and absorb, watch the way they talk with other people, watch, you know, watch how they process and learn from truly learn from people, be humble enough Mm -hmm. to learn from people. And I know that when we're young, we're very, you know, (laughs) passionate. We know, we know everything. I knew everything when I was 20, (laughs) absolutely everything. Um, and so, you know, if you can learn humility, humility at, at that age, that'd be awesome too. Man, Jen, I love that. Um, I love that I'm, mentoring is such a passion for me. I was really blessed with a great mentor. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that I didn't realize in the beginning was that there are, you know, you need to be mentored in different things. You certainly yep. need to be mentored spiritually. You need to be mentored uh, in leadership. Yep. Um, and, and here's the thing that most younger people miss. And that is I, in a, in a really good week, I might spend two hours leading worship and I probably spend 60 hours planning, scheduling, managing people, Mm -hmm. um, pastoring my team, uh, on these, these are like basic ministry administrative tasks. And so you need to find a mentor who can help you understand processes, you know, you know, certainly you need the spiritual, you, you know, Scott said a, a couple months ago, don't, there should not be anybody on your team who outpraise you yep. uh, going into a week of ministry or out prepares you. Um, you need to have your, you know, your ducks in a row. You're going to see that reflected in your, they're going to reflect that back to you. Your team is, mm-hmm. you know, what if, what if your team modeled your level of preparation. Yeah. Would that be a good thing or would that be a bad thing? That's a moment. That's like a look yourself in the mirror moment. Right. Um, you know, you've got to, uh, uh, you know, planning center is a great tool that helps. You know, when I started, we didn't have, we didn't have planning center. Yeah. Right. And you, you too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm like making Excel spreadsheets and <laughs> m- mailing letters to right. people, you know, yeah. to do, to schedule. And it took forever. Um, but you know, like, Dot the I's and cross the T's, man. You, the last thing you need uh, to be dealing with when a rehearsal starts is, hey, the band has this chart in the wrong key. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that's just a, 
that's a simple issue of preparation, yep. you know, or, um, you know, the band is there, the singers are there, the production team is to, is there and the, the worship leader or the, the music director, whoever's running the rehearsal is 10 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Absolutely can't happen. Right. Right. Yeah. You lead by example. Absolutely. You absolutely. By example. Um, another thought I had too was, um, don't make everything about the title. Oh man! Don't make everything about the title, uh, it, because that's 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 tough, you know. And and you've got to kind of weigh that out in yourself. Is this a career or is this a calling? Mm-hmm. And you got to kind of work that out within yourself, because if everything becomes about if it's a career and a title to you, you're going to probably be frustrated a lot. You'll probably tap into a lot of. Um, manufacture things that you're doing on your own, working in your own strength, um, you know, pushing and striving. And it's, it's really, really difficult. But if you can go kind of go, this is a calling. And ultimately my calling as a worship leader is a worshiper. That's what we're all called to, to be is to be a worshiper. And even if it's like, you know, I'm going to do this no matter what I'm called, I'm going to worship. Then it's kind of like, it becomes a matter of faithfulness, you know, God, I'm going to be faithful. Um, Day in and day out, no matter what this looks like, I'm here to serve and to be faithful. And from what I've seen in my life, that's something God can work with. You know, mm, the times absolutely. in my life where I have kind of gotten off track a little bit and it's been about, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go after this position. I'm going to go after this title. Man, that ended up being super frustrating for me, super frustrating. Mm. And it wasn't sustainable and I was burning out and I was exhausted. But when I just kind of step back and go, you know, what, God, it's about faithfulness and worshiping you no matter what it looks like. Because truly worship, according to Romans 12, it's our life. It's not just, right. it's not just singing songs. It's how am I living my, yeah, absolutely. how am I living my life? How am I treating other people? And, you know, what is my attitude and perspective toward God? You know, all of that is worship. So I would say, don't make it about a title and a position. Make it about being at the feet of Jesus and serving him and leave all of those details kind of in his hands, because I think he can handle it way better than any of us can. And even in times where it seems like he's delaying, realize that God's delays or what seems like delays to us, that his timing is perfect and his ways are perfect. And a lot of times when he delays, it's because, you know, he's protecting us or he has something better in mind, or, you know, again, he has a perfect plan. And so even his delays are not delays, (laughs) Right, just us being impatient. So I would say, don't make it about the titles. And there will be delays, fam. Absolutely. There will absolutely be delays. You know, I heard someone say pressure uh, uh, reveals character. Oh, yep, yep. You know, and mm-hmm. if these are things that, like, I didn't, so when I, you know, Mount Pleasant is a larger church, and, you know, I didn't walk into this job when I was 22. Yeah. Um, I was in my mid-30s when I walked into this job, and so one of the things I often hear you say is to be careful what you're looking at on social media. Yep. And, you know, it's so easy to play that comparison game. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, look at that church. They've got all this gear or yeah. whatever. You know what? That gear is, is icing. Yep. That's not the cake, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I would, I would, I would take Jen's advice on that. Be careful what you're looking at on, on social media in yes. all kinds of ways, by the way, oh, yeah. um, because it can be a, a, a very slippery slope and a dumpster fire really quickly. Yeah. So guard your heart, fam, mm-hmm. guard your heart. Mm-hmm. And remember, um, what, what, whatever you're doing in a, in a beginning, you might see it as a small beginning. Um, God sees it just as a beginning. Absolutely. Um, what, what the things that you do now, um, you're developing those habits. It's not going to get easier when the situation gets larger. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to make those decisions right now. This is how I'm going to prepare. This is how I'm going to 
prepare my heart, my craft, my gift. This is how, uh, this is how my relationship with the Lord is going to work. This is how I'm going to prioritize that. Um, as I'm, as I'm, because fam, uh, the issue, there's, there's an issue. There are probably several, but the, one of the issues in ministry you will never, ever solve is people. Yep. We are in the people business and people, let's just face it. People be crazy sometimes, right? (laughs) Prayer, just listen to a couple of episodes of prayer concerns, man. Um, those are real. Yeah. Those are real. And, yeah. you know, uh, people of, often, we've said this before, you know, hurting people hurt people. Yes. And so, um, you know, having that perspective as you're dealing with people and mm-hmm. you're pastoring people and leading people, mm-hmm. um, you know, responding with grace and um, believe me, every mistake you can make in terms of how to respond to people I have made. Right at some point in my ministry. Right, yeah. And so, man, just hitting that pause button before you hit send or post or before you send that text or whatever it is, you know, the people issue. And that's, you know, probably something that uh, a mentor can can help walk you through. Yeah. Uh, maybe even your senior pastor. Hey, I got, and that's another whole other podcast, man. Oh yeah. We've that we talked, you know, how to develop that relationship and cultivate that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you know, hey, I got this. Do you? If you're new in your situation, pastor, I got this email from someone. Do you know this person? You know, my pastor has been super helpful to me. Oh, yes, I know that person. Yeah. Here's how you, here's how I would suggest you handle that, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but, you know, being open, uh, you know, there are criticisms that will come your way mm-hmm. that should, should cause you to look in the mirror. Yeah. And I think, you know, as you're walking with the Lord, you know, praying, you know, I've said this before, I pray every weekend, God prepare me for every conversation I'll have this weekend, the ones that will encourage me and the ones that won't, because there will be both every single weekend. Um, And just asking God, okay, is this, is this something I need to really uh, chew on in my own life? Or is this just a hurting person? Right hurting right. someone else. Yeah, that's so good. Maybe what we can do, I, and I know I've listed a few books, but maybe we can chat real quick some practical resources. So yeah. um, so I listed off Worship Matters, How to Worship a King, The Reset. Um, John Maxwell is one of my favorite leadership gurus. Mm, absolutely. Um, he has some incredible and just super easy reads about leadership. So you've got to be learning about that because again, like Brian said, you're not, you're not in the music business. You're in the people business when you're in ministry. Mm, and so you got to learn how to, um, how to lead people. And so I would recommend some John Maxwell books. I even have a Bible that's the John Maxwell Leadership Bible, and it is my nice. favorite favorite Bible. I'm a very practical person. So I love it that you, you know, you're like kind of doing your daily devotion and you're reading something. And then there's just a little nugget about leadership in there. There's something that they've pulled from that passage. And I'm like, man, this is like a double win because I'm feeding my spirit, but I'm growing as a leader. So that Maxwell leadership Bible has probably been, um, one of the most incredible resources, uh, for me as a leader. What about, what about you, Brian? Yeah. You know, if you're a younger person, I would say like on the, uh, on the tools side, like if you're a musician or a production person or whatever, whatever it is that you feel God's called you to do, um, at, in the beginning, you're probably not flush with resources. I know I wasn't, uh, certainly back in the beginning, uh, YouTube is one of the greatest resources and virtually anything you want to know, you can find on YouTube. Um, you know, you can, 
you can take voice lessons on you. Just yeah, search you can. voice, search voice lessons. Yeah. Um, you can look for, um, a lot of times, you know, I'm not in, uh, I'm, I am not advocating like trying to sound exactly like Elevation or Hillsong United or whatever, but, um, many, many times they're, lead guitar player or their drummer yeah. or their keys player, whatever, uh, there'll be videos on their channels about how to play, you know, this lead line mm-hmm. or how to play this, this uh, strumming pattern or whatever it is. Right. And even if your goal is not to sound exactly like them, you can always learn something by how, you know, someone on that level is approaching the, the musicality of what they're going to be doing within the, the context of the band or within the context of the worship service. Right. And so, man, spend some time Googling some stuff on YouTube. You know, I, I, uh, I, I don't remember who I saw it from, but I was uh, going through some vocal trouble a couple of years ago and I saw, a, uh, it was a famous worship leader and I don't remember who it was, but they had a, just a, uh, an iTunes playlist of vocal warmups. Mm. And so I, I downloaded it and I, I, I use it almost every week, yeah. uh, to get, to get ready. And by the way, if you're not warming up before you right. guys, yeah, you got to do that. So, um, yeah, lots of practical stuff out there that, that isn't for big dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a person who has some resources, I would encourage you, um, get to a conference yeah. or if there's a, uh, Christian college near you. Um, talk to some professors, man. Talk to your pastor. Maybe right. he has a connection. Maybe somebody will let you sit in on a, a class. Right. Uh, Even local um, churches, other worship leaders. Absolutely, you know? yeah. man. Can I can I come and uh, observe your rehearsal, yep. or yeah. can I can I come and spend an hour with you and uh, watch you schedule your team for the next couple of months, or right. plan a service, or how do you start mm-hmm. all that stuff? That's great. Right. Other churches, that's a great resource. Right. Yeah. I was like, you got to build relationship, you know, because you're naturally going to want to compete, and we have to not see other churches as competition. Mm-hmm. We have to see these Absolutely. as these are our partners, and and we can work with them. So don't be afraid to develop relationship with other churches because that's just going to be huge too, and that'll help keep that competition thing inside of us, it helps to keep it at bay when we're partnering with people and we don't see them as competitors. So this was really good. good, Really good, Brian. really good. That was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. fun. (laughs) We hope this helps. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And there are other episodes. If you want to scroll back through the episodes, I know like episode one, I walked through my process for picking songs. Mm -hmm. We need to take Jen through that sometime. And, um, you know, it's not meant to be the only way that's just how I do it. And so like episode one, you can check that out or scroll back, scroll back through some of the other episodes and you'll see all kinds of, uh, resources for leadership and Mm -hmm. development and all that good stuff. We're just grateful for you, man. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Yeah. And Hey, make sure, um, you go and hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to the podcast and do us a favor on Apple podcasts, go and give us a review, leave a five-star rating with a nice review that just helps with the algorithm. It helps to get the message of the podcast out there in front of more people, because we really believe this is, um, a message that's going to add value to people's life. And then make sure you're following us on all of the socials at worship leader probs on Instagram, Facebook, the Tiki talk, Brian is posting some great (laughs) stuff there. And you can even find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader probs. Absolutely, fam. And we're so grateful for you. You know, we talk about these three E's. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you. And we want to help to equip you. 
And uh, that's why we're here. So uh, we're super grateful for all of you. Um, send in those prayer concerns. And we do hope to see you all at the Experience Conference yep. in September. Use that code WLPSAVE30, uh, and it'll save you 30 bucks off your registration through the month of March. You can do that at experienceconference.com. Do it. Thankful for you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>